Welcome to the Weekly Bat. Welcome to the Weekly Bat for the week of May 9th to May 15th, 2020. Happy mid-May, everyone. Ay, 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 it's hard to believe we're already almost halfway through 2020. Hopefully, the weather is starting to get just a little bit nicer where you live. That's if you don't already live somewhere where the weather is perfect all year round. I'm not so lucky, and today was the first day in a very long time that I was able to leave the house without a jacket on. Consider that a win. (laughs) I'm very grateful. And yeah, as we continue to social distance, everyone, please remember to get outside sometimes. It's very important. I know it's hard, but try to peel your eyes away from the computer and phone screens once a week and just, you know, go for a walk. And if anyone stops you, you can tell them I sent you. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into the episode. I have a little bit of a cold this week, so please bear with me. Kicking it off with a blog post from the team, Mjolnir, Tooling for Bat Apollo, by Samuel Dare, blockchain engineer at Brave. Marching towards Brave's mission to create a decentralized ecosystem for digital advertising that respects users' privacy, we aim to incrementally decentralize components of our architecture as they relate to the Basic Attention Token, or BAT, as well as Brave's advertiser and publisher ecosystem. We also aim to maintain or improve the performance, security, and privacy guarantees which the BAT ecosystem currently offers. Public blockchains, like the Ethereum mainnet, are open networks allowing anyone to both add and verify the data in the network. This guarantees a high level of decentralization, non-repudiation, and censorship resistance at the expense of transaction throughput. In its current implementation, Ethereum nodes broadcast transactions at an average of 15 transactions per second, or TPS. This throughput pales in comparison to Visa 4, which claims performance of 65,000 plus TPS. This low transaction speed is because, one, there are many nodes taking part in the consensus, and two, it takes a longer time to broadcast the transactions to all the nodes in the network. Also, execution costs. To solve the halting problem, Turing-complete public blockchains attach a monetary cost, gas, to the execution of commands. This cost is undesirable and can be unpredictable. And finally, lack of privacy. Confidentiality and anonymity are also issues, as participants are privy to all the data in the network and interactions between participants. Up next, we have a Brave growth update. Brave hits 13.9 million monthly active users and 4.8 million daily active users for April 2020. This good news came in a tweet from Brendan, but I hear that we will be adding the user growth stats to the brave.com slash transparency page, so you can keep an eye on that for updates going forward. This week, the team from Kind Humans joined us on Reddit for a guest AMA. So we had Justin Wilkenfeld, who is the CEO and co-founder, Susie Wilkenfeld, who is the president and co-founder, and Dan Isaac, who is the Director of Business Operations, in the house to answer your questions and to chat a little bit about the Kind Humans organization and their work with Brave. Here's a little org description. Kind Humans is on a mission to unite and grow the community of kind humans around the world. 
we strive to cultivate kindness, promote conscious consumption, and always give back to kids, our planet, and humanitarian causes. We are celebrating and partnering with like-minded, purpose-driven brands, creating a media company and curated online marketplace for products that are eco-innovative, sustainable, healthy, and kind. Impact is integral to our brand, which is built around a strong give-back program fueled by what co-founder and CEO Justin Wilkenfeld calls a world of kind humans. The role models making positive impact every day through their individual, business, or nonprofit endeavors. If you submitted a question for the Kind Humans team for their AMA, your name was automatically entered into a draw to win a free Baton Brave swag kit. So the winners of the giveaway are Akashik101, Midwest underscore Parrothead, Veilside 000, and Dash Zero Dash Capital O Dash. <laughs> Congratulations, winners! Please keep an eye on your Reddit inbox for a PM from me, my username is CryptoJenny, about your prize. And also, thank you to everyone that tuned in and to the participants who submitted questions for Justin, Susie, and Dan. Up next, J.T. Ellison, who is a New York Times best-selling author who mentions Brave in her latest novel, Good Girls Lie, tweets about Brave. She writes, I love the Brave browser, and apparently Brave loves Good Girls Lie, too. And in parenthesis, bravo, Brave. In case you were wondering, J.T. Ellison's pulse-pounding new psychological thriller examines the tenuous bonds of friendship, the power of lies, and the desperate lengths people will go to in order to protect their secrets. Good Girls Lie is available on Audible and Amazon for anyone wanting to listen. This Week in Sponsored Images This week, find images from returning sponsors Crypto.com and eToro in Brave's new tab page. For more than a decade, eToro has been a leader in the global fintech revolution. It is the world's leading social trading network, with millions of registered users and an array of innovative trading and investment tools. Crypto.com is on a mission to accelerate the world's transition to cryptocurrency. Brave Creator Spotlight in partnership with Everipedia. The first featured creator of the week is Swedish musician and YouTuber Seth Everman. Seth Everman is best known for his pithy meme musical parodies. His YouTube channel has over 3 million subscribers, and once you watch some of his videos, you'll see why. The first one I saw was his cover slash parody of Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. It's worth a watch, check it out. The second featured creator of the week is Norwegian Wonderkid and Twitch streamer, Andretta. Andretta is a 14-year-old pro gamer making a name for himself in the Fortnite community. As of this moment, his gameplays have scored him over 130,000 followers on Twitch, and the future is looking bright. Links to both Seth and Andretta's channels, as well as to their Everipedia entries, can be found in the Weekly Bat blog post. Client Updates this week, the Desktop Dev Channel graduated to version 1.9.66, the Desktop Beta Channel progressed to version 1.9.67, the Desktop Release Channel jumped to version 1.8.96, the Android Release Channel progressed to version 1.8.112, and the Android Beta Channel progressed to version 1.8.111. Tweets from the Brave Team this week, Brave CEO Brendan Eich tweeted, If I recall correctly, 
25 years ago, Wednesday, 10th of May, 1995, I'd just passed the midpoint of the 10 days in May sprint to create JavaScript, codenamed Mocha. I was on the hook for a demo the following Monday in order to show JS deep browser integration upside to Netscape versus Java applets. Brave Samson tweeted, That is settling eight digits each month for creators and still seeing explosive growth as Brave adoption continues to climb. The beautiful thing about Brave and Bat is that they aren't tied to any particular site or platform. They offer support without boundaries. Advertiser Fiat turns into Bat, which gets distributed to anonymous by default viewers for participation in privacy-preserving, machine-learning-driven advertisements. User Bat then flows out to content creators each month. In another tweet, Samson writes, I just finished another call. These 3am support calls are becoming something of a habit with another Brave user. What an absolute joy it is to get to meet and engage with our community from all over the world. Bat and Brave in the news. This piece is by Michael J. McGovern on LinkedIn. What if people got paid to view your ads? Learn how a privacy-focused company is quietly flipping digital marketing upside down. In January of 2020, Google announced that Chrome will be phasing out their use of third-party cookie trackers in two years' time. Brave, Firefox, and Safari have already done this by default, but Brave wants to be the first to show advertisers that this doesn't have to mean an adpocalypse. They plan to more securely and privately harness users' data while shielding their personal information and browsing history from outside mining. So besides the privacy benefits of switching to Brave, what would incentivize a user to view an ad? Well, Brave has also launched their own utility token called the Basic Attention Token, or BAT. When a Brave user receives an ad, primarily in the form of a push notification on mobile and desktop browsers, they're rewarded with BAT when they click to see the advertiser's landing page. According to Brave, this has helped get a 6 to 12% click-through rate, or CTR, which is absolutely unheard of when you consider HubSpot's research that showed an average display ad CTR of less than 1% across all industries. And of those clicks, Brave has reported a 17% conversion to 10-second page views. Because of the privacy-centered infrastructure, Brave has very limited access to the data of their users, but according to research, they've secured early adoption from a young, tech-savvy, and affluent user base. For instance, the average Brave user's age ranges from 18 to 34 years old. The audience breakdown is approximately 73% male and 27% female and 50% of users make an annual income of 100K or more. Because of this, Brave has been an intriguing new destination for advertisers, especially in the blockchain space. BlockFi, a financial services company focused on cryptocurrencies, has been one of the firsts on the platform, and there's even been participation from well-established brands like Audi and CBS. As of writing this article in May of 2020, the minimum ad spend requirement for a campaign on Brave ads is $2,500 per month. But for those with smaller budgets, Brave has a waitlist for their self-serve platform, which will soon allow advertisers to set up and run campaigns on their own, much like Facebook and Google. Those who get in early to test the platform may be able to escape the feeding frenzy of the Facebook and Google red waters and capitalize on privacy-centered blue ocean platforms like Brave. 
The year 2020 has delivered a new world, and as Robert Kiyosaki of the Rich Dad Company recently said, it is the death of the industrial age and the birth of the information age. Will Brave be a founding pillar in this new information era? News you should know. This piece is from Decrypt. Coronavirus broke privacy. Crypto can help fix it. As the coronavirus pandemic wreaks havoc around the world, governments are trying to extend their reach. Here's how crypto can help. As the coronavirus plunges the world into a seemingly never-ending crisis, the spread of the disease has become more than just a health issue. The global economy is at a standstill, and millions of jobs have been, and will continue to be, lost. But of greater worry, perhaps, is the state's potentially dangerous reach. New rules and regulations have been put in place by governments, and in countries where liberty is already under threat, Russia or China, for example, and authorities are keeping tabs on their citizens like never before. NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden said in an interview in April that governments around the world will be using the coronavirus crisis to build what he calls the architecture of oppression. And these concerns are not confined to authoritarian states. Worldwide, countries are accelerating to create a global digital ID system. This is nothing new. The United Nations, World Economic Forum, and Big Tech have been working together to create global digital IDs since 2014. But COVID-19 provides the perfect opportunity for governments to speed up their attempts. And digital privacy advocates, especially in the crypto community, told Decrypt they worry about this. That's a wrap for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you would like to read the full stories whose headlines we cover on the podcast, be sure to read the accompanying Weekly Bat blog post. You can find that on batcommunity.org always. Or if you're listening on YouTube, check the description box below the video for a link. And if you're listening on a podcast app or player, check the show notes. Thank you for listening. If you like these podcasts, be sure to follow or subscribe to stay up to date with the Bat community.